It's the Moonshine Experience Country Music Show with Craig Perry. A fine bit of bluegrass to get us started for this week's Moonshine Experience with me, Craig Parry. There, Wooden Wire, and that is called Left My Girl Behind. It's a new track of theirs. They come from Austin in Texas. I like their last album, North of Despair, and a uh, very good sound they got. So hopefully uh, they will come back, uh, well, come over here for the first time, I think, in the UK. Uh, I'll be looking out for some dates. Uh, welcome along then. Two hours of country, bluegrass, and American Carna and uh, this week as long as well as a few features we've got a special guest in the studio i'm delighted to say joining me here this evening ahead of his a new album that's going to be launched at the gate in cardiff on saturday it is darren edens hello hello how's it going 
Very well, thank yeah, you. Good. Thanks for coming in and well, having a chat. And you're going to be playing some uh, live music for yeah. us as well. Uh, yeah. Some new tracks from this album. Yep. And uh, we're going to find out more about it and uh, more about yourself as well. Cool. I thought may as well get straight into it if we could. And uh, you know, you, you you come from Ontario in Canada. I do. Yeah, yeah. And you've been based over here for a little while in Cardiff and Wales. And uh, let us know about your journey from there to, to now, if you could. Cool. Yeah. So um, I moved over from Toronto uh, five years ago. Um, I've been playing music pretty well full time. Um, coming over to Europe and in the UK and traveling and and uh, playing my shows mostly mostly solo, um, and then my partner uh, decided she wanted to do a, a year of studying abroad. She got into uh, Cardiff University, and uh, yeah, I, I decided to come along with her, and we fell in love with with Cardiff. We fell in love with Wales. It it made touring in Europe easier, so uh, yeah, we just didn't leave. <laughs> And um, you obviously you were back at home. You were performing and uh, possibly recording some music beforehand. Uh, what, what was it like? You know, you know how how you were doing out there. And then once you've come over here with, with the bluegrass and the sort of the the other sounds that you do, because sure. it's quite an amalgam of yeah, sounds, isn't well, it? We were kind of talking before. I like I like taking all the influences and, and bringing them together. Um, I guess like for, I was doing I was doing it full time in Toronto. Um, there's there's a lot of bars in Toronto, a lot of great country and bluegrass venues. Um, folk music is huge, um, and we get uh, a lot of venues where there'll be say like a five o'clock show, an eight o'clock show, a ten o'clock show. So you can you can in theory, if you work hard enough, you can do a couple shows a night yeah. um, running up and down Queen Street in in Toronto. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where where I really got my start in 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 gigging loads. I. I'd done a bit of touring um, across Canada, wound up in Toronto, and, and I was just trying my hardest to be in the scene and, and play as much as possible. Yeah. Um, when I moved over here, uh, I guess the, one of the big change for me is is not having those venues and going from places where where it's constant Americana music uh, to where I stand out as something different. Yeah. Um, which is great, you know. It's it's uh, it's just a, a different approach where. Uh, you know, I can't just call up the same bars and do weekly residencies. Um, I'm bouncing around the UK, and obviously there's loads of festivals here. So yeah. going out to Cambridge Folk Festival, Black Deer uh, Americana Festival, um, and and getting my music out that way in, instead. So yeah, and uh, how many years has it been now since you've been here? Uh, so I've been here for five years. Right. Yeah, I've been releasing music for ten years. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the music, uh, it was great that I could see you uh, earlier on this year, uh, not long after the, or around the same time as the launch of the self-titled album with the full band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you let us know a bit more about that? Because you've got quite a lot of different sounds going on in that one. Uh, yeah, so the, the last album, um, I, I, I put together the, the band The Slim Pickens um, after doing lots of solo music um, and being constantly influenced by obviously bluegrass and American music, but also the edgier side. You know, I grew up as a punk kid like everybody else. Yeah. You know, my first bands were in garages just playing as loud as I could. Right. Um, but so I started playing with, with a few guys here, and uh, we really s- kind of drove that point home. So, um, you know, my, my drummer, Ed Clemson, and my bassist, uh, Reese Morgan, um, they they both play in quite heavy, loud bands. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to say I let them, but I was quite okay with them bringing that element to what yeah. in reality is a, is a folky acoustic genre yeah. um, and then David Grubb on fiddle um, who, who's excellent and plays with lots of bands um, 
he he brings less less so of an Americana style fiddle, but more of a I guess like a, a Celtic, and he's classically trained. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you've listened to the album, some of the stuff he plays is just incredible. Yeah. Um, so we kind of brought all of our elements, and um, what ended up being was was this Slim Pickens self titled album. Um, I had done a number of the songs ahead of time solo. Um, but then once we started working together, uh, I'd say about half of the album was written with this band in mind. You know, yeah. I left gaps for um, some of the big heavy drum fills and the stops, and uh, you know, the, there's gaps left for fiddle parts. And whereas some of the other ones, I'm playing solos through, and Dave's playing with me. You know, so yeah, um, that's yeah. So I, I'd say that's kind of I brought the Americana countryside to it, and then everything else the guys brought in is, is how we got that sound. Yeah, it's uh, certainly an experience seeing you perform it live, and it's energetic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you know, I think it's a. Uh, I think some venues have a love hate with it, to be honest, because it's like we're 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 a little too hardcore for for the folky fans, and we're we're too folky for the hardcore fans, and you know, it's, it's yeah. kind of finding that middle audience. So we've played a few folk uh, folk clubs that I think uh, the little old ladies were a little terrified by the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, you know I was very impressed, uh, you know, see, seeing it all play played there, and I'm enjoying the track still from from the the album, oh. and really looking forward to this album now that you're, you're releasing. Um, gonna have a couple of more songs in a moment, Absolutely. and then uh, we're gonna work out which ones you're gonna play live nice for, for us tonight, and yeah. uh, we'll have a little bit more chat in a moment. Cool, man. Right now, though, on the Moonshine Experience, uh, we're going to have a couple of tracks. Uh, shortly, we'll have one from Taylor Alexander from an album that I uh, was enjoying a few months ago now. It's called Break My Heart Tonight. But before that, a new one from Worry Dolls, and this is The River.
music, bluegrass, and Americana on the Moonshine Experience. How about that then for a fantastic country sound? His name is Taylor Alexander. He's based out of Nashville, as uh, are many. And his album's called Good Old Fashioned Pain. Love the title, love the tracks on there. We featured it earlier this year, and uh, I played a couple of tracks then for our album showcase. And I've actually been compiling my uh, best of 
uh, list for the year and it's a very difficult thing to narrow it down so many releases uh, but I'm sure Taylor Alexander there with his album is going to feature that track Break My Heart Tonight and then always love the vocal harmonies and sound of the duo from here in the UK Worry Dolls uh, they got a new EP out which is I believe it's called The River and we, we played the title track there so it's sounding very good good to hear some more music from them it is the moonshine experience then and in the studio with me uh, we're speaking and hearing music from Darren Edens this evening and uh, we were talking about how you got started and uh, what it's been like uh, here in the UK and Wales Uh, the last album the self-titled one sounded really good but you've got this new album now coming out and uh, it's you've told me it's all guitar based yeah, and is, yeah. Uh, slightly different, uh, maybe a little bit more stripped back. Let let us know a bit more about it if you could. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as we were kind of saying before, we listened to some tunes there. Um, the the Slim Pickens album is quite high energy. Um, you know, I, I always call it like a hoedown or a, you know a barn burner. Yeah. Um, which is a lot of fun for festivals and things. But as I was finishing up writing that album, um, a lot of kind of slow, sad, ballady songs. Um, started coming out and they didn't quite fit with the vibe of the album um, and they didn't uh, well and to be honest I, I didn't really have them finished by the time we were recording and um, I just I just had them kind of sitting there and uh, I, I, I felt you know I'm going to try and release two in one year and go for something totally different so yeah. um, this one still features Dave on fiddle it's, it's quite lovely um, I've got female backing vocals but um, for, for the bulk of it it's, it's me playing guitar and, and telling my stories and singing of heartache and being broke and yeah all the the usual things you know <laughs> it just, just, just sounds right up my street really yeah. you know, <laughs> you know it, people might wonder you know if they're new to sort of the country scene or you know the scenes around it that you know what why do you like all this heartache yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah. all the all these songs to do yeah. with uh you know the the, the subjects that uh, some people might not go near. You know? Yeah, well, and <laughs> some people like the pop and upbeat, but no, it's yeah, the best stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so I figured I, I had to have like this contrast to the upbeat high energy, and there are there are a couple like slower songs on the last album, like uh, Thirty One, um, starts out again just me and guitar, um, but yeah, this is a, this is a whole album based around that. So I could really let the kind of the lyrics and the stories do their thing and we have the fun stuff for festivals on the last album yeah and uh, it's called heartache fade heartache fade what, what was the reason to pick that well you know it's it's funny because I, I hate titling things man like when it, when i write a song I, I can't think of what to call it like um so i was trying to think of what to call the album and i must have written down 50 odd ideas and yeah and then heartache fade kind of just just came out it was one of the random things i wrote down and and to me what that simple saying means is is i i went through a lot for a couple years um putting these songs out is making me feel better so the heartache i've gone through is fading away yeah so to, to sum that up it was just this is the heartache fade great and uh there's a few tracks on there is it an album or an ep release uh so it's it's six tracks yeah um it was originally going to be seven um there was one that i, I just it, it didn't come out the way i wanted um one of those I'm, I'm brutal for you know working on something and then listening back to it and making changes and um, so yeah so we, we ended up going with the six songs um, and then 
expect a single later now that I've figured out what I want to do with it, you know? <laughs> well, really looking forward to uh, seeing you perform them at the launch uh, gig on the weekend. Yeah, I can't wait for that. The, the gate is a beautiful venue. It um, is, yeah. Privilege to get to, to play there. I was there a little while ago, and it's uh, quite atmospheric, and uh, it's going to be special, I think. Yeah, and, it's, it, we're, we're going for a nice, intimate, uh, chilled-out gig. Yeah. Tell my stories, and sing the songs it's going to be quite interesting actually because to see you with last time out where earlier this year with the full band yeah and all the sounds going on and then strip back and then you know this time it's just with the guitar as well so yeah well if anybody was at the last show i mean that was pretty high energy I, yeah uh, i lost i lost some weight and sweat on that one uh, <laughs> a lot of beers were drank and yeah. uh, a lot of dancing and between us and the crowd but i was all over the place it was it was a lot of fun but yeah yeah this will be uh Standing still a bit more. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to have a little bit of a taster this evening. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. If we go into the first song then that you're going to pick from from sure. the uh, yeah. the absolutely. new album. And uh, can you let us uh, know just a little bit about it before you uh, of course. Go, and, go and play it for us? Yeah, yeah, cool. So um, I think the first song I'm going to write is uh, it, it's a song called uh, I've Been Told. Um, but it's also called another sad country song and you'll kind of see why um i like to write a lot of like tongue-in-cheek lyrics um so that's where the the another sad country song line comes in yeah um because i realized as i was writing these songs how sad they were um it's it's really it's it's a song about um well yeah it's, it's about heartache it's it's about being upset it's it's about kind of living your life in this rut but it's the only thing you know, you know, yeah. it's the only way you've ever been told. Um, and then I guess trying to re remedy that, you know, realizing, looking at it from an outsider's perspective, um, that maybe this isn't just cause it's the way you were told. Maybe it's not the way it's going to be. Yeah. If that makes sense. Looking forward to cool. hearing it right now. And this is uh, Darren Eden's live on the moonshine experience with a track from the new album. Yeah. So this is another sad country song. side of the bed another pain in my head there's a purpose to these mornings I've been told there's a purpose to these mornings I've been told get on up I'll make a brew coffee pot made for two Start my day the only way I've been told If my heartache does you wrong Would you all sing along? From the top, repeat the same verse Another sad country song Sun breaks through the blinds, strains the floor to tell time. Scuff marks where we dance, I've been told. Scuff marks where we 
dance I've been told Run your coffee table I'll pay my dues when I'm able So keep harmony I've been told If my heart aches done you wrong Will you all sing along? From the top, repeat the same verse, another sad country song. The only way I've been told. Still home, broken heart, ache, every bone. Burning blue, songs of you, another sad country song. If my heart aches, done you wrong, would you all sing along? Repeat the same verse, another side country song. Another side country song. Sounding absolutely great, there is Darren Edens. And a new song from the album, Heartache Fade, and that's called... Uh, so that's I've Been Told, brackets, another sad country song. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we like a sad country song here yeah, on the show, I think. Big, yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely fit in, and uh, we look forward to some more live music from you in a short while, and some okay. more conversation as well, but we're going to go straight into another track right now, and uh, the Bellamy Brothers have been back recently with a new album, and uh, here's a track from it called Over the Moon. So they say that love is great at any age Though I've found it hard to fall in love these days But I think today I may have turn the page You may be the one exception I must say Over the moon over you Under your spell dreams come true No more lonely and blue Over the moon Sworn off love forever, totally. But with just one chance of hope, you set me free. Now I've lost those jaded feelings haunting me. Now I know you're what my fate was meant to be. Over the moon, 
Over the Moon there from the Bellamy Brothers' latest album and sounding as good as they always have. Always had a nice few songs, I think, the Bellamy's. And it is the Moonshine Experience then, mixing in a bit of country, bluegrass and Americana as usual. And uh, we just had the pleasure of hearing a brand new track from Darren Edens off his uh, new album, Heartache Fade. And uh, that's going to be launched at the gate this Saturday the 30th of November and uh, if you're available pop along because I'm sure it's going to be a great night and uh, there's all sorts going on what's what's actually going on on the night yeah so it's um I wanted to try and do something different um for people that maybe aren't familiar with with the gate it's an art center you know they, they do a lot of educational things art um classes and, and things like that um and uh, a lot of people know me as a banjo player and I am a banjo player um but I get a lot of questions about the banjo. Um, so I decided what I would do for this show is maybe start off a little different and, and talk about the history of the banjo. Um, I think it's something that is kind of uh, forgotten wh- wh- where this instrument comes from. And, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, here, here's, here's the banjo. It's it, They think of the southern states and, and that's it. Um, and then it stops there. They think bluegrass and nothing else. Um, so I kind of wanted to discuss the origins of the instrument. Um, I'm going to talk a bit about some of the players, the different styles. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to talk a bit about like you know Dixieland and bluegrass and old time. Um, I'm going to talk about the the way those are played. Um, not that I'm a pro at playing every style, but I, I like to work on being able to play every style. Yeah. Um, it's it's just a 20 minute chat. Uh, 
but I think for a lot of people, whether they know a bit about the banjo already, they'll learn something. Um, people that are trying to get into the banjo and not knowing where to start, um, I'll have a number of instruments there to check out. Uh, so I'll do that at the beginning, and then uh, we dive right into music. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be really interesting to go back as well to to you mention some of the the bluegrass uh, you know uh, musicians and artists the groups that have been you know going yeah. back to the days even of the Bill Monroe yeah so bluegrass boys and uh, Lester Flats and Earl Scruggs yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna chat about all of them and uh, you know it's it's gonna be a very a very brief uh, explanation of how how did we get to that point. And how do we get to, from that point to where we are today? Yeah. Because uh, when you really think about it, bluegrass is not an old, old music. Um, but where it comes from is very old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and we are kind of in a world now where, where there's lots of rules, you know? It's like, oh, if you're going to play bluegrass banjo, you must do this. But really, where did those rules come from is kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, um, it's something that's always fascinated me, and I, I thought out of respect for the instrument... Um, because I was just given a banjo when I was younger um, and just started playing. Yeah. But out of respect, I decided to work my way back and, and learn a bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the, the goal is to just kind of get some of the information I've learned out, um, open people's eyes a little bit, and maybe get some banjos in people's hands, you know, see yeah. if, uh, if they want to have a go, you know? <laughs> well, it's always great to see a banjo because uh, I'm always... Uh sort of looking out for yeah, yeah. some artists or groups uh, yeah. with these different instruments it's Tell that like to my wife like it's always good to see a band one always laying around there like, yeah <laughs> that even with a mandolin and, and a fiddle like in your band yeah. you know it, it's just good to see those instruments still being included because yeah. uh you know there's so many with the guitar and uh you yeah. know electrified and all that yeah but, uh, yeah yeah you know it, Strip back, I think, is yeah. is the best way. Uh, I love it. And, yeah. and I, I always tell people, uh, give me a bluegrass player any day. You know, yeah. people talk about, you know, people, and nothing against other genres of music, but you see these guys shredding away on electric guitars. It's like, yeah, give them an acoustic guitar. You know, <laughs> get like Billy Strings in, you know, there's yeah. a guitar player for you. you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to be great to, to see that uh, performance and uh, hear all about it. And, yeah, you know, like I said, I wanted to do something a bit different, just kind yeah. of. Uh, yeah, just not not that I, I have all the information, but it's just the amount of times after shows, people, you know, they ask me like, "Oh, what's the fifth string for?" Or you know, "Why is that banjo not got one?" Or "What were you doing with your hand in that part?" Or yeah, you know. So here, here's a here's an excuse for people to come and find out a bit. You know, I said. Yeah. And you you say the the instrument, the banjo, was given to you at a young age. Uh, well, yeah, I wasn't. I wouldn't say young age. Yeah. But, um, I was given uh, my first banjo when I was in high school by my grandmother. Right. Um, I'd been playing guitar since I was a kid, um, and my grandma, she thought uh, her words were that I played guitar like a banjo player. Right. Um, and the first banjo she gave me was a tenor banjo, so a four-string banjo. Yeah. Um, and she bought it off of a 92-year-old man who was the original owner. Right. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't really that fussed with it at first. Yeah. You know, I, I just kind of started my journey of discovering folk music and country music. I hadn't really been into bluegrass yet. Yeah. Um, but I started listening to more and more of it. Um, and then I went to I went to college and uh, people, they were like, oh, we should record a banjo. Does anybody know anybody that has a banjo? And I, I was like, I got one. And just kind of figured it out, you know. So yeah. I taught myself for years. Um, and then from that, I ended up getting uh, more into into bluegrass music, getting into five string banjos, yeah. um, open back resonators, 
Um, so I kind of got the nice little collection of the bunch. And, and I've still got that banjo from my grandma. It's a 1970 Gibson Master Tone. I yeah. Really, I don't take it out too much anymore because I... I'm worried. <laughs> you know, I don't want to yeah. spill a pint on it or something. No, yeah. it's a special one. Yeah, not that's what my other banjos yeah. are for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're you're immersed in the the, the banjo and, and all the music around it, and you also do a bit of teaching, are you? Yeah, yeah. So and, and that's kind of the other thing with with this chat um, is I'm hoping that some people come along that that have always wanted to learn the banjo, and I teach private lessons. Um, I teach uh, kind of whatever people want to learn, yeah. um, and I teach guitar as well. Um, quite often, my, my guitar students are um, kind of teens or adults um, that can already play. So I'm not really teaching them like, oh, this is you know, this is a D chord, this is a G chord. Yeah. I'm more teaching like the right hand technique, like how do you play quick? Yeah. Um, how 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 do you play bluegrass guitar? How do you play country guitar? Right. Um, how do you play the blues? You know, this the stuff yeah. I really like. Um, and I teach a few kids. Which yeah. they're always fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're going to have a bit more of a chat in a moment about the new album, some of the tracks. Also, want to touch on you know what it's like to play live and some of your influences as well, if I could. But yeah, uh, cool. uh, we're also going to have some more live music. But uh, we're going to play a track here from the album released earlier on this year Great. by you and the band, cool. a self-titled release. Yeah. Played a few tracks earlier on this year, and I thought uh, definitely got to play another one. Yeah, yeah. And the, the one I've gone for, Mama Smiles, you say that's a bit of an older track. Yeah, so I actually wrote that track when I uh, I lived in Toronto and uh, brought it to the boys and uh, we kind of worked out a full band rendition. It's 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 not a true story, it's a fictional type uh, idea of um, wondering if the women in my life were disappointed in the men in their lives. And as I was growing up, was I included in one of those disappointing men? Right. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Darren Edens and the Slim Pickens from the self-titled album released earlier this year. And this is Mama Smiles.
searching for clues that you're still around in this fruitless longing I have found when you are gone the world and moves on but it's lost it's strange beauty when you are gone the rest of us have to carry on but the world has lost its strange beauty strange beauty First aid kit there, Strange Beauty, that one's called. There's a couple of tracks they've uh, released and uh, some great music they've had on their album releases. And uh, one group I was just uh, saying to Darren off the microphone, uh, definitely got to go and see them. But you, you you have seen them yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think what it was. Last year when they came to Cardiff, it was near the end of the year and uh, they played at the Motor Point and it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. A great, great show. Um, and the, the musicians they had playing with them, I mean, they're incredible, obviously but their backing band was yeah. phenomenal yeah, okay, yeah, really good definitely uh, one that I gotta go and see there the first aid kit um, before that Darren Edens and the Slim Pickens from the album the same name there Mama Smiles that was the album released earlier this year yeah. but the one we're talking about this evening mainly is uh, the new one yeah. about to be released Heartache Fade another track from that coming up uh, shortly in fact we did play it a few weeks ago but looking forward to hearing this sort of more of a stripped back sound yeah, on yeah. it this cool. evening i wanted to talk to you about a few things if we can go we've spoken a lot about the instruments yeah. uh, i wanted to talk about the songwriting sure because yeah. uh it's one of the questions i ask most of the artists uh, you know what what's it like when you where are you when you come up with the ideas for the, the songs the lyrics and you know what's the sort of process like how, how do you make a note once it comes to you right yeah um so i kind of i work in a couple different ways um I I have a hard time forcing myself to sit down and write. Yeah. Um, but what ends up usually happening is if I'm sitting down working on something else, um, if an idea sparks, I, I just run with it. Yeah. And even if it's just uh, a guitar lick or uh, a, a line on the banjo and I have like a bit of a melody, um, quite often I'll, I'll just do a quick recording of that. Um, other times I'll, I'll start uh, playing around with the guitar part um, and I think, oh, that's really cool. Um, and then a melody just kind of like comes with it and I kind of just sing out the first thing that comes to my mind um, and then from that I usually come up with a bit of a theme yeah. um, that that kind of turns into the structure um, but then on the flip side um, I was saying that this uh, this song I'm going to play later uh, I, I wrote the lyrics to that on, on an airplane right. um, I was coming back from Canada and the, the idea kind of struck me and I just scribbled and scribbled and scribbled and um, when I got home, like I had the melody in my head, so yeah. picking out the chords was quite easy. 
Um, and then it was kind of just like scratching words out and replacing them to make it all fit, you know? Yeah. Um, but that, that's, that's, I wouldn't say that's my normal way of writing. Usually I need to be sitting down in, in my music room um, with an instrument in my hands and just kind of seeing what comes up next. But I've, I'm just writing and writing and writing. Yeah. Um, you know, some of these ideas, they turn into nothing, but you just, you got to take a stab at all of them and see what turns into a full song, you know? Yeah. And you're just telling me with a bit of practice now of ready for the gig. Yeah. Uh, you, you're there in the room, music's, you know, you're surrounded with it all. And yeah. then you're, you're sort of all of a sudden going into a bit more writing and a couple yeah. more songs are coming to you. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have a hard time. Um, like I was saying, I, I, when I, write a song and I record a song to me that's that project finished yeah you know what I mean like I don't know what it is in my mind um but I'm immediately wanting to create something new um so it's almost it's almost like a, it's a form of procrastination you know I should be practicing for the show on Saturday but there I was I was playing away and I was like oh that sounds oh, that sounds kind of cool and the next thing I started writing this 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 song yeah. you know and um yeah that's it just comes out and for me, I, w- I went through quite a bit of time with with writer's block, so w- when when it starts flowing, I just I don't stop it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if I end up sitting there working on something that I never released for two hours, that's fine, you know. But you got to try. Yeah, you know. So. It's easy to get sidetracked. It happens to me, but preparing for the show, uh, you know, I'm trying to put a playlist together every week. And then, uh, you know, with social media on or something like that, and you've yeah. got all these different music groups that I'm involved in. And, uh, you know, you, you just get distracted by other music and then you yeah. want to investigate further another artist. And all of a sudden, yeah. an hour has gone. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> investigate is actually a great way of putting it. Yeah. Like, I've got oh, this, this little, like, snippet of an idea. I've got to follow through. Like, i got to see what happens. And, it took me a long time to not feel like that time was wasted. Yeah. Um, you know, because you think like oh, I just spent two hours, and then in the end, I decided I didn't even like the song. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like it's all it's all part of the growth. Yeah. You know, and um, like I said, I've been releasing music for ten years, and I can't, I don't love the stuff I released ten years ago. But if it hadn't happened, then I wouldn't be where I am today. You know. And you, you say going back ten years, uh, you you said earlier this year it was five years since you'd released some material for the self-titled album. Was there anything else before that? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've released quite a lot of music actually. Yeah. Um, so my first album was in two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, I recorded that in my parents' basement. Um, basically, when I was finishing college, I got offered a a support slot on a Eastern Canada tour. Right. Um, now Eastern Canada is is big, so you yeah. know it was it was a long tour. Um, so I had nothing to sell at that point. I had written songs. Um, this this uh, artist named M Griner, um, she's a Juno nominated award Juno award nominated uh, artist. Yeah. Um, she asked me to to come along, support the shows, and, and join her band for a while. Um, so I just I just got that out as quick as possible, and then I kind of caught the bug. Yeah. Because um, that was my first real interaction with being a performer i didn't really ever want to be a performer um so yeah so i released that and then uh i did a three-part album so that was three three nine track cds i did um and then i did a few like bedroom demos i called it i did an ep um and then i released an album called of my word yeah uh that's the one I've seen, actually. Yeah. That's still available, is it? That one's still available, yeah. yeah. So that, that one I released immediately before moving to Cardiff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the release party was the day or two before I moved. Yeah. Um, and then, to be honest, I couldn't really afford to release anything else for a while. Um, and that was kind of my stint with writer's block. Um, 
I was trying things and they just they weren't sticking. Yeah, you know, there's there's a few songs that like you might find videos of me playing, but I never released them because um, I just didn't feel they were worthy. Um, and then I was going through a lot of stuff back in Canada, so I was back and forth loads. Um, so yeah, so the Slim Pickens thing was the first thing in five years I had released. So I did like five years of releasing like crazy. And yeah. Five years of basically nothing, and now here we are. It's like two albums in a year, yeah. you know, playing catch up. Like that's <laughs> it. I expect there's going to be a lot more following, especially with the songs coming to you yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. We're going to touch on uh, some of your influences and performing live soon. Uh, sure. But speaking of performing live, we're going to have another track right now. We say it's great to hear another one from uh, the upcoming new album here by Darren Edens. Sure. And this is the one you uh, that came to you on an airplane, as you were saying. Yeah, so uh, this this is a song called "Make Your Father Proud," and um, as I as I kind of wrote the song and as I worked on the song, I realized you know not everybody's had a, a father figure in their lives. Um, so it's more a song about that person in your life who who's made you proud or you've wanted to make proud, um, and and how that's kind of affected you and. And whether or not you stop to think about that, yeah. you know, like um, we, we've all we've all had people that are you know maybe impressed or proud of us. Um, but do you ever stop and think about that? like you know that that person cares? Yeah. You know? So um, so the term father here is whatever you'd like to make it is what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> all right. This is Darren Eden's. Take it away. Always try to do my best Go on, hit me with your worst Breaking backs is what I lacked I always seem to break hearts first The callous hands of my old man Always putting himself last All these lessons I couldn't learn Are just mysteries of my past Make your father proud, boy on, ask me now, boy, that his words ring true in all you do. Say that loud, I will make my father proud. On the mornings I wake up to rain, I should just go back to bed. One deep breath, I'll take another chance on no futures lie ahead. And those that do look up to me, if there's such a thing around, I still think you're stronger and I'll lift you when you're down. And make you fall the proud boy, you won't ask me now, boy. Words ring true in all you do. Sing aloud. I will make my father proud. Call from 
my dear Pa, I'll pass on the best I can One day to a boy of my own Before down all my friends And I'll make a father proud boy One nice proud boy Man's words ain't true in all the Sounding excellent once uh, again. Thank you, man. Darren Eden's live on the Moonshine Experience and Make Your Father Proud. Yep. That is another track off the upcoming new album or a short album. Short we call album, it, yeah. yeah. I can't quite decide if yep. it's an EP or not. That's <laughs> it. We never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I don't really know what uh, qualifies uh, an yeah, EP these Google days. It. Yeah. <laughs> but it's called Heartache Fade. Yeah. And more tracks like that are going to be heard on the night uh, yeah. for the launch at the gate art center in cardiff on saturday the 30th of november yeah darren's uh, gonna stay with us we're going into the second hour but uh, we've got a bit more to chat about cool. and uh, some more great music here on the show country bluegrass and americana all on the way it's the moonshine experience with your host craig perry
Sometimes it's hard for me to understand But you're teaching me to be a better man I don't wanna take this life for granted like I used to do No, no I wanna love somebody Love somebody like you I'm ready Also, a little bit of early Keith Urban. Not so sure about some of his stuff more recently, but I do like uh, one or two of his older tracks, and that's going to his Golden Road album from 2002, Somebody Like You. And uh, we're into the second hour of this week's Moonshine Experience. It's flying by, but really enjoying speaking with and hearing the music from Darren Edens, and uh, we'll be speaking to him again in a few moments' time. Uh, just to let you know, though, we have got a UK triple play and an album showcase i'm gonna squeeze into this hour and uh, some more great music on the way uh want to speak about you performing live then bit of sure. a different uh, type of gig to the ones you might play with the the band yeah. uh, that's happening for the launch yeah. uh what's your thoughts about performing live in the different environments and the you know the sort of different ways sure yeah um you know, it's funny. I have a, I have a real love-hate relationship with performing live, which if you've seen me play or if anybody's seen me play, they, they might not realize. Um, and as I said earlier in the show, I, I never really wanted to be a performer. I always thought I'd be like oh, a recording engineer and be behind the scenes right. or whatever. Um, but once I started doing it, I, ca- I kind of caught the bug. Um, and I absolutely love just being energetic and expressing the songs and, you know, kind of turning country on its head a little bit you know not to sound cocky but i enjoy people coming to what they think is a country show and then next thing i've got the guitar above my head and you know i'm down on my knees with my banjo and you know there's beers spilling everywhere and we're yeah. just we're just going for it we're having a, a, like a proper party yeah um reason i say it's a love hate is um it's all it's all well and good to be performing when when people care and people are watching and people are dancing yeah um I do. It does get tiresome sometimes, you know. If we're we're doing a run of, you know, a dozen shows in a row, and you're tired, you've been in the van, and you get up on stage, and you know, I can always build myself up to to perform. But if if I'm not getting anything back from the audience, yeah, even if it's, I mean, it kind of goes both ways. I, I'd I'd rather a crowd be rowdy and having fun and be noisy yeah. while we're playing um, than just sitting there silently and looking bored, man. Yeah. But then on the flip side, if I'm doing a songwriter's night, you know, playing the songs like I'm doing today. Um, then yeah, sitting there quiet is is cool, but you yeah. know it's still you know even if somebody yelled yeehaw, I'd feel better, you know. <laughs> um, but no, I, I absolutely love being on the stage. Um, it, it there's usually nowhere else I'd rather be, and whenever I try to take a break from it, um, I realize how much I miss it, you know. And yeah, it's like it's like just being in a different world. You, you get up there and yeah, just just having a blast, like. Yeah, it, it certainly looks that way when I when I saw you earlier this year, and uh, you know it was a great atmosphere on that that yeah, occasion those, those as well. Ones, man, like if, if, so, if 
for your listeners. If you're going to a show, give us something to feed off of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it just makes it fun yeah. for everybody, you know? Um, and, uh, and it's, and, and having the guys on stage, just like, like I said, I toured a lot solo. Um, and that gets hard cause you have nobody else to kind of rely on. Yeah. Um, and have, having the guys up there with me, you know, I, I, I can turn over and there's Reese on bass. He's rocking out. Dave's ripping a fiddle solo and it's, you just, you yeah. know, you're all in it together and it's, it's really fun, man. And you, there are a lot of artists uh, who come over here to the UK. They often uh, comment about the, the types of audiences and uh, how they, they, they're different, especially for the US artists, to, yeah. the, to the ones they're used to. Yeah, there's a politeness level, man. Yeah. You know, I, get, I get what you're going for. But like I said, I, I'd rather, not people talking over the music, but if people were jumping around hooting and hollering and yeah. you know, having, having a grand old time, like, that's, that's, that's all well and good. Like, yeah. You want to sit and listen to every lyric. This is more for a Slim Pickens show. If you want to sit and yeah. listen to every lyric, well, you know, do do that later then. That's yeah. fine. You know? But uh, but sitting there quietly and, like I said, looking bored. <laughs> yeah, there's a few few different uh, types of audiences out there because yeah. you know I think I've said a few times on the show now that I I did go to the country to country festival and yeah. uh, there was a, you know, they weren't just sitting down. Yeah, <laughs> there, yeah. There, you know, they were getting involved. Yeah, and, see, and to me that's that's yeah. fun because I, I like it's it's rewarding to feel like people are having fun because I'm up there working. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then those are the shows I could, I could play for hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what was your favorite type of gig then? Cause you've got the smaller type of venue. Um, you know, then you, you sort of could have an arena venue or, um, yeah. you've got the festivals cause you've been to the Cambridge folk festival and you yeah. mentioned earlier off the mic to me, you've been to between the trees here. Yeah. I played few between times. the trees a few times. Yeah. We did a uh, black deer Americana festival it was a great one. Um, we played the first year of that on the main stage, which was massive. Um, you know, it's uh, it's hard to pick my favorite type. Um, I like I like the big shows. They they have they have a a, a place. Yeah. Um, but nothing makes me happier than say like a hundred and fifty cap venue, packed. You yeah. know, and people having fun. You know, or even even if it's a, a big pub, I'd play a big pub if people were having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but then at the same time, um, I, I live over in Pontcana in Cardiff, and uh, my, my local is, is a little spot called St. Canna's, you know? I think yeah. y- you can fit 30, 40 people in there. All right. we, we've, we've gigged in there, and it's, yeah. it's, been, it's been a blast, you know? Um, like I said, it's, it's, more, it's less about the, the space, it's more about the people, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so I, 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 I just I enjoy that kind of like medium-sized fun room, yeah. you know? So, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a great atmosphere at the gate for, for the launch. And we'll just take a few further details for you for that and how to stay in touch. You also want to come on to your influences. So we will speak to you one more time shortly. Sure. Got a couple more songs all right now. And uh, coming up shortly, we're going to have a bit of a, a trucking related song, a classic from Red Sovine, Phantom 309. Uh, before that, an artist who I saw perform a few weeks ago at the a cappella in Penturch in Cardiff, and he was a bit of the best of British night. Uh, Kezia Gill was with him, who was sounding great herself, but also uh, Phoenix Morby, and uh, he is busy recording and uh, got some big plans for touring into 2020. Uh, looking forward to seeing him again. He's uh, said, why don't you plays track the outlaw so here we go outlaw by phoenix morby
was out on the west coast trying to make a buck and things didn't work out I was down on my luck got tired of roaming and bumming around so I started thumbing back east toward my hometown made a lot of miles the first two days and I figured I'd be home in a week if my luck held out this way but the third night I got stranded way out of town at a cold, lonely crossroads, rain was pouring down. I was hungry and freezing, done caught a chill, when the lights of a big semi topped the hill. Lord, I sure was glad to hear them air brakes come on. And I climbed in that cab where I knew it'd be warm. At the wheel sat a big man. He weighed about 210. He stuck out his hand and said with a grin, Big Joe's the name, I told him mine, and he said the name of my rig is Phantom 309. Well, I asked him why he called his rig such a name. He said, son, this old Mac can put them all to shame. There ain't a driver or a rig running any line that's seen nothing but taillights from Phantom 309. Well, we rode and talked the better part of the night when the lights of a truck stop came in sight. He said, I'm sorry, son, this is as far as you go because I got to make a turn just on up the road. Well, he tossed me a dime as he pulled her in low and said, have yourself a hot cup on old Big Joe. When Joe and his rig roared out in the night, in nothing flat, he was clean out of sight. Well, I went inside and ordered me a cup, 
told the waiter Big Joe was setting me up. Oh, you could have heard a pin drop. It got deathly quiet, and the waiter's face turned kind of white. Well, did I say something wrong? I said with a halfway grin. He said, no, this happens every now and then. Every driver in here knows Big Joe. But son, let me tell you what happened about 10 years ago. At the crossroads tonight where you flagged him down, there was a busload of kids coming from town. And they were right in the middle when Big Joe topped the hill. It could have been slaughter, but he turned his wheels. Well, Joe lost control, went into a skid, and gave his life to save that bunch of kids. And there at that crossroads was the end of a line for Big Joe and Phantom 309. But every now and then, some hiker will come by, and like you, Big Joe will give him a ride. Here, have another cup, and forget about the dime. Keep it as a souvenir from Big Joe and Phantom 309. It's Red Sovine here on the Bloonshine Experience, Phantom 309. That's a bit of a classic, a bit of trucking. And uh, before that, Phoenix Morby and Outlaw. Check out uh, the music uh, of his because it's uh, very good. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more to come and we'll keep you updated with that and his uh, upcoming tour. Uh, which is all happening next year. There's more information, in fact, on uh, the social media pages. Uh, we got the UK triple play on the way very soon. But before that, we're going to speak one more time to Darren Edens, our special guest this evening. It's been great speaking with you. It's been lovely being here, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure I'm going to be fascinated with the conversation again at the, at the launch of the new album, yeah, uh, yeah. as well as enjoying the music. Yeah. And uh, the the new album, then Heartache Fade. Is there any other information you want to give about it? You played a couple of tracks this evening. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've kind of covered like the the general idea of it. Like you said, it just I just really wanted to release something that was uh, a contrast to the last album. And uh, like I said, I, I had a rough couple years, and I just wanted to uh, share about it. You know, the, yeah. the the writer's block went away, and these songs poured out of me, and uh, yeah. it was a very natural writing experience i didn't have to force it so um, i'm just really happy to to be able to release something else this year yeah and we were talking off the microphone about some artists that you sort of come across as you're performing in europe and you're in the uk at different festivals and that are there any artists that you're sort of uh, listening to at the moment not necessarily in sort of the country americana or bluegrass styles and then uh, can you say a little bit more about your influences growing up yeah sure so um God, right now I'm I'm listening to and and I would say these these are some that helped influence this this album. Um, uh, Joshua Headley's a great one. Oh yeah, yeah, really good um, fiddle player, but country crooner. His voice is incredible. Yeah. Um, Mr. Uh, Jukebox's yeah, album, yeah, yeah, it's great. great that album. is, yeah. Um, Tyler Childers, his new. Oh album. yes, love that tune. Um, yeah, actually, I've I loved it so much. I, there's a couple of his tunes I've started playing. Um, well, so Daniel Romano's always been a big one. He's, yeah. he's a bit of a chameleon of music, though. You know, um, if you're if you're looking for his country albums, you got to find the right ones. Cause yeah, he he kind of goes every genre, but I respect that about him because um, I, I like to think that I I, I I write in a lot of different ways. You know, yeah. right now I'm releasing country music, but I, I enjoy you know getting the amp out and just rocking away on the electric guitar and yeah. You know, um, 
Who else? Who else? Uh, JD Wilkes from the legendary Shack Shakers. He's a big one. He's a great banjo player, um, but a hell of a performer. Yeah. Really, really great performer. Great harmonica player. Um, off the top of my head, those are probably the the main ones that I'm, I'm listening to a lot right now. Um, what sort of music were you brought up on and uh, sort of artists from yesteryear you know were, were they connected to the banjo i would have thought there'd be one or two but uh, uh to be honest actually no, um, no. i kind of had just well aside from being given the banjo from my grandma like i mentioned um i kind of had to discover it on my own um, yeah i came from a very typical white suburbs listening family you know like my dad loved his classic rock you know i listened yeah. to a lot of pink floyd and acdc and led zeppelin when i was a kid and my mom, she loved just popping on the pop radio. Right. You know? um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't until I started actually following along. And, and as I said, my grandma gave me a banjo. But then my grandfather on my, my mom's side, the opposite side of the family, um, he came to see me play one of my first shows. And I don't think he realized I, I had started discovering country music. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he knew what to expect. So he saw me singing some of my earliest folky country songs. And next thing I know, he's got all these old original Johnny Cash albums oh, that I had right. no idea about. Yeah. He's a huge Hank Williams fan. Yeah. Actually, he calls me Hank now. Ever, all since, right. ever since that show, yeah. yeah. Every time I speak to my grandpa, it's like, how are you doing, Hank? You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so conversations with him. And uh, he, he loves that uh, that kind of like rebel country, you know? Just yeah. like, you know, he loves the, like the man in black. He loves like the Willie Nelson. Just those, they went against the grain, you know? Yeah. So I, that's where I kind of started discovering that type of stuff you know so oh great yeah and then and then yeah like i said once i was in high school you know i started listening to more like bob dylan stuff and, and folky things and um one thing it just led to another you know yeah. I had this kind of very natural progression because um when i was learning guitar i i was actually learning classical guitar first yeah um, and then i had a great guitar teacher uh who loved the blues yeah and uh, that's where i started learning to improvise and Obviously, learning the pentatonic scales and uh, learning blues progressions went very easy into, uh, you know, playing solos for country music. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just about to uh, wrap up the discussion because sure. we got a bit more music to play. But, you know, as I say, uh, it's great that you've uh, come into the studio oh, this evening. It's been evening. my pleasure, man. It's been lovely to chat about this stuff, yeah. And uh, just want to let the listener know uh, where they can find the album after the launch sure. uh, on Saturday at the gate, and uh, then let them know how they can stay in touch with you on social media and all sure, that. Sure, yeah. So uh, my name's really easy to find because nobody else spells it the same way. So it's it's Darren Edens, and it's E E D E N S, and literally you can look up on any social media site and you'll find it. Yeah. Um, the website's DarrenEdensAndTheSlimPickens dot com, um, and that's where all the the merch is for sale uh, for this album we've done cool uh, screen printed tote bags and tea towels and I've done nice big prints and yeah. uh, the artwork was done by uh, my partner's sister um, and uh, it's, it's just really lovely so I really yeah. wanted to, to put out more of the, the art um, but yeah I'm very active on social media because we've always got a gig to promote we're always working yeah <laughs> Oh, the artwork you touched on there is, uh, you know, I, I'm al always on the lookout for little things like that. Because I still like a CD myself. You always go digital these days. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's nice to have an album and then the, the artwork and all that. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah, uh, I caught to my eye. Try, try to put something different out there. Because yeah. it it, honestly, selling CDs is getting tougher, man. Yeah. You know, I like having a CD as well. But as you say, everybody's going digital. So giving something like, especially for the festivals that people can take home with them yeah. is important. 
Well, they're either going digital streaming or the vinyl. The yeah. vinyl's still there. I'd love, I'd love to do vinyl. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you're going to sell more merch first. Yeah, it's, it's not cheap. No. <laughs> Well, it's been great having you oh, in the studio. Pleasure, I enjoyed the new, couple of new tracks you played for us. Can't wait to hear the others. Cool, man. And uh, best of luck with the launch. Thank you. And uh, for everything that's coming up with the gigs into the future and all the new music. Cheers, buddy. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. That's Darren Edens here on the Moonshine Experience. Three songs in a row right now then by more UK artists here. Uh, Molly Ann starting things off with her new track. Uh, well, she's got a new EP out and one of the tracks is Cold is the Night. Then uh, Gavin Clifton uh, has been working with Dusty Road, a duo from here in Wales, and the new track uh, What Could Be uh, Now. And uh, Barry Williams from Welshpool has been in touch with a couple of new tracks, and I'm delighted to play one of them this evening uh, with Abby Foster. It's called Blood Harmony. UK Triple Play
could be now And the only thing that's stuck in my mind is
It's three songs in a row here on the Moonshine Experience on uh, this week's show. It is the UK Triple Play and uh, a very poignant song, that one, but uh, really loving the sound. Really glad that uh, Barry Williams could send uh, this one through. It's a couple of tracks he sent, in fact, and that one there, the B-side to a Christmas song that we will be playing uh, over the coming weeks leading up to the festive season. Uh, but that one there is uh, has a special meaning as well because sadly uh, we lost Tim Guttridge at the start of the year who was uh, one half of One Crow's Sorrow and we've uh, heard music from them before on the show with Barry Williams and uh, it was always great to see them performing. Uh, this is a special song. It's going to raise money for the Tim Guttridge Memorial Foundation uh, which provides funding for creative arts projects in the Welsh Pool area. And uh, looking at a release date of Monday, December the 2nd, with a digital download for this, uh, the Christmas uh, song is Any Day We Choose. And as I say, we're going to be playing that uh, in a few weeks' time leading up to Christmas. Uh, backing vocals there provided by Abby Foster and also Clovis Phillips uh, provided the instrumentation uh, arranging and the producing there. Uh, all tracks uh, mastered by Alex Gordon at Abbey Road Studios. So there we go. That is Blood Harmony, Barry Williams and Abby Foster. Uh, before that, uh, another collaboration, Gavin Clifton, uh, who's been in touch uh, with a few songs. He's a songwriter here uh, in South Wales. And uh, great that he could send through a new track called What Could Be Now featuring Dusty Road. And uh, a great duo they are. The first time I've come across them, but really sounding good on uh, this track. And uh, they are sort of in the country pop sound of things. Daniel James and Laura Jane uh, from Swansea. And I'm sure we'll be hearing uh, a lot more from them. A very good track there. What Could Be Now. Quite catchy liking that one and uh, Molly Ann before that to start off the triple play and uh, she's got a a bit of a live and acoustic EP being released it's almost being released now and some very nice tracks on there played a few of her tracks now to date and uh, the one we played uh, to start off the triple play was Cold Is The Night. A little bit appropriate, I think, for this time of year. And uh, she comes from Gloucestershire as well. Keep a lookout for the artists. Go and see them performing live and uh, check out the music as well. We'll be having another UK triple play in the next show. Going to try and squeeze in as many as we can then. Great that we could speak with uh, uh, Darren Edens this evening on the show, our live guest, and uh, looking forward to his uh, album launch this coming weekend. Uh, right now, though, I got a new album on the way in the new year from Della May. We uh, played uh, some tracks from their EP earlier this year. Always love their sound and music. And here's a track that's already available from this upcoming new album. It's called Wild One.
listening to the Moonshine Experience Country Music Show with Craig Perry. If I took advantage of you, darling, I never meant to make you feel this way. I was only. is never It's another excellent track by Els Bailey from here in the UK, Little Piece of Heaven. That was on her Road I Call Home album, and of course she's released a bit of a follow-up to that, uh, Blacktop Companion, and played a track from that the other week as well. Uh, The reason I'm playing that track, though, Little Piece of Heaven, is because it's uh, been nominated uh, for the upcoming UK Americana Awards happening in Hackney, London at the end of January and there's more nomination details uh, about that on the Facebook and Twitter pages just search for Moonshine Experience but we are going to be playing some more tracks by artists uh, who are going to be uh, featuring in that over the coming week 
And before that, really loving the sound of Dela May, as I have done on their previous releases. But that track, a Wild One, is sounding absolutely great. Fabulous instrumentation and the vocals. The all-female string band are going to be back with a new album, and it's called Headlight. And it's available for pre-order now and being released at the start of next year. So that's one I'm keeping an eye on. Another album I'm really liking a lot is the one that we're going to feature right now for the album showcase. Because uh, I think she's uh, very talented. Still only very young, but she's released quite a lot of material already. Her name is Emmy Sunshine. We have played her on the show before. And uh, we're going to do so again. Right now, with her group called The Rain. So it's Emmy Sunshine and The Rain, and uh, this album is called uh, Family Wars. And uh, I think it's got a fantastic selection of tracks on there. So I thought play a couple for the album showcase this week. The ones I've gone for are There's Got to Be More featuring Jim Lauderdale and the wonderful The Ghost of Hank Williams. Album Showcase.
the extremely talented, still very young uh, prodigy, they uh, call her in some quarters. It is Emmy Sunshine and the Rain and her new album, not long been released, called Family Wars. That's one of my favourite tracks on there, The Ghost of Hank Williams. Really loving the vocal on that. Before If There's Got To Be More, featuring Jim Lauderdale. So many fantastic tracks on this album and her others. Uh, But Family Wars there is the album showcase for this week. And sadly, time is up. Uh, we've had a great show hope you've enjoyed it i certainly have uh, thanks once again to my guest darren edens ahead of his album launch uh, this weekend great to speak with him on the show and hear some of the live music uh, we've got uh, plenty coming up uh, before the end of the year we're trying to do a christmas special we got a best of 2019 and we're still hoping to get some more guests in the studio as well so hope you can join us at the same time next week for more great country bluegrass and americana stay in touch on social media facebook and twitter just search for moonshine experience one more song right now to round off the show and we'll uh finish as we started so to speak uh, with some bluegrass the seldom seen been going for so many years got a great uh, take on the bluegrass style they always had and uh, they've got some great interpretations of songs on their latest album called changes and this is one of them pack up your sorrows Oh 